Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. From 
the center of the galaxy, this is a Four Center Podcast feed. I'm Ken Napsok for another edition of the big show, the main show, the superstar destroyer of our fleet. We are here, Joseph Scrimshaw. Welcome to your show and mine. I am happy to be here on our show. You've been traveling. I have, You've yeah. been stuck in planes and conventions and <laughs> and fun comedy shows. You've yeah. been having a little venture out there. How a did everything lot of eat? fun, a lot of germs. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of chirps. And as you can hear that giggle already, we have a guest host today. Jennifer Landa is on a much-deserved vacation, enjoying a nice three-day weekend, and we were not going to drag her back for that. So instead, we, we drug someone else from a, a nice vacation back. <laughs> guest hosting today is the wonderful Audrey Kearns. You may know her from Geek Girl Authority, TV Fights. I saw you fight several times yes, in TV Fights. Yes, right? I won once. And I lost and you hard lost. the other times. Well, <laughs> you just have to mock show. Mock show, as the Germans told the Beatles. Audrey Kearns, welcome to Force Center. Thank you, gentlemen, for having me. Absolutely. It's taken us uh, far too long to get you on the show, because yes. I think uh, for people who are long-term fans of the mm-hmm. show, it is important to know that you are like the the mother goddess of this podcast, because I you am. are the reason that Ken and I yeah, met. Yeah, that's yes, absolutely I true. Am. I brought you two together, was it four years ago, three years ago? Three, 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 three. Yeah, yeah, let's not add years to our yeah, lives. Yeah, we've only reenacted the photo <laughs> twice, twice, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. we're doing a panel, About two and a half years. Yeah, a panel at Kamikaze. Yep. And yeah, you were. We, I, we all went to have a drink, and you guys met. That's right. Yeah, and yeah. it was Star Wars nerd love after that. Yeah, exactly. It was like, I was Who's all this done charming behind, man behind my back. I didn't know of it until I saw you guys together online, and I'm like, "What? Where's my commission? <laughs> what has happened? I saw <laughs> you guys together online. What does that even mean? <laughs> Status update: podcasting together. <laughs> when we updated our Facebook profiles, yes. little hearts, little hearts, little lightsabers. Audrey, it is always. Good to be on any show with you. You are a knowledgeable geek. Thank you. Across many genres. Mm -hmm. Uh, You love Star Wars. You've been on Jedi Alliance, I know. Uh, You're a big fan of the Star Trek. I am. Yeah. I love the Star Trek. So you can bring maybe that science mind to the Star Wars world with us, right? <laughs> I can try. I mean, there's not a lot of science in the Star Wars, but I can. Exactly why I like it. Me, me dumb now, like lightsabers, TIE fighters. <laughs> Noises in space. Yay. <laughs> Screw vacuums. <laughs> That's my kind of space. <laughs> That's exactly. what we're doing. So, Joseph, even with Jennifer on that much deserved vacation, we still felt uh, we should talk some Star Wars news, a little news and notes and tidbits and trinkets. As we race towards episode eight, a lot of news is going to start coming out of uh, out of the pores of the news sites everywhere. Yeah. But we got some good ones this week. <laughs> yep, there's no clear sill. It's oozing out of the pores <laughs> of the face of Star Wars. Uh, so yeah, a lot of news. I uh, uh, tried to do as good a job as Jennifer, but we'll see. First bit of news is that there is a new book called Inferno Squad that is coming out on July 25th. Mm-hmm. The Inferno Squad is a new novel. It is written by Christy Golden, who is the author of The Dark Disciple. Disciple novel, yeah. and this new one follows up on events from Rogue One. It's told from the perspective of an elite team of Imperial soldiers known as the Inferno Squad as they go on a mission to infiltrate and destroy the remnants of Saw Gerrera's extremist group, the Partisans. Mm. So there is kind of a lot there in this uh, one simple book. Um, yeah. The idea that, man, they're going to get as much as they can out of the Rogue One era right. of that storytelling. <laughs> Which that... is about two days. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. This is <laughs> Rogue One week. Um, and then that we have yet another elite team. I think that's just going to be 
sort of like uh, ships making noise in space, a thing that we're yeah. just going to have to accept that you have rank-and-file stormtroopers who are terrible in yeah. several different kinds of elite troopers. Uh, yeah. And then also uh, the, the question I kind of wanted to pose with this to you guys, mm-hmm. along with any other uh, reactions, is since it's from the perspective of the Imperials, mm-hmm. are you excited about more gray area storytelling? <laughs> or is this going too deep in the like, well, it's a war and there are good people on both sides? <sighs> uh, first of all, I'm happy, I'm happy to hear that Christy Golden's writing yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. I really did like Dark Disciple. Uh, she did a great job of adapting those Clone Wars scripts, which is, is, is hard, and she did a great job with it. Um, I, I, yeah, I'm all for things through the Empire's eyes. Um, I live in that gray area sometimes, Joseph, so I like it. <laughs> but it's a weird time to be that era. That is yeah, pretty clearly the, the bad guys did some bad things. Um, and uh, I'm also confused because uh, I saw this story the other day pop up and went, oh, the Inferno Squad. I love them in the Marvel comics. Yeah, they're not in the Marvel <laughs> comics. Really? Uh, it's Scar Squadron uh, that I like. Uh, Task Force 99, which is led by Sergeant Creel, and they're these big, bad, buff, steroided out <laughs> stormtroopers um, that have been, one of them has a green lightsaber, and um, they, they've they been terrorizing Luke and the, and the Rebels in the Marvel Comics line, which uh, takes place right after A New Hope. So I thought, oh, great! No, it's it's a whole new group of people well, going to have to learn. Thought? Yeah, maybe no, they'll get eliminated. What, what do you think? Well, you know, I, I mean, I... What was the book right before uh, uh, Force Awakens with Finn's backstory? and uh, uh, Before The Awakening. Before The Awakening. Right. Like, reading that kind of thing about Finn and somebody who you knew was going to mm. eventually leave and, and stuff like that, I could kind of get behind. But it mm-hmm. would be kind of, I mean, are they the protagonists in this? You know, I understand right. that the partisans are, are they, they're not, they've done some bad things. Yeah, they're, they're extremists. They're, they're super violent. They're, they're, yeah. they're terrorists yeah. and, and, and stuff like that. But at the same time, you know, being on the imperial side and, and it, it's, but the more I read about it, then they, I read um, that it's about a group of Imperial crack operatives. And I'm like, okay, I'm in. Now that you said a group of Imperial crack operatives, is that like a, a Balderdash definition? Yeah. I would have gotten the point. Oh, so they're not just elite. They're also crack. They're also crack. And, and which, Audrey, you raise a good point because that, that means, Joseph, they might not be what I'm thinking, which is just a bunch of stormtroopers. Right. right. It could be at the, the, it could be like Ocean's Eleven. You could yeah. have the tech guy. You could yeah. have the martial arts. Guy, you could have it all. It could yeah. be a special difference. Because they're infiltrating. Did, yeah, I yeah. kind of interpret it as special yeah. ops is how yeah. I was kind of yeah. looking at it. Which we might, might be, be right. Where, where Scar be. Squadron is definitely stormtroopers with oversized armor. Or it's Battle okay. of the Bands with mm. the Partisans and <laughs> the Imperial Squad. <laughs> the Inferno Squad <laughs> the versus the Partisans. Zagreb and the Partisans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, I, you know, I think if you like this sort of the darker, the mm-hmm. grittier of Rogue One, I can't see how you tell a story that is from the perspective of mm-hmm. uh, Imperials infiltrating a group of extremists. Yeah. You know, and it's all people who have done vicious things and want yeah. to do more vicious things that there's no way it's not going to be dark and gritty. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm okay with that in the sense this might be an interesting Star Wars story to tell where you know that these guys are the, quote, bad guys, and you know these guys are the ones, uh, the partisans that the rebels turned their backs on and didn't want anything to do with it. And maybe it is just this murky story of a time in the galaxy where things were 
totally murky and totally bad and totally up in the air. Yeah. And Cassie and Andor's killing informants and all that kind of stuff. You know, uh, that could be interesting enough. It will test our bounds of of face versus heel, good guy versus bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who do you yeah. want to be the protagonist? Because there has to be yeah. someone you're rooting for. So who are you rooting for? The partisans or are you rooting for the Inferno Squad I'm, I'm, in this? I'm rooting for the lowly uh, tech op. Okay. Who's got his little Get headphones it. on? And I, I'm picking up something. That guy. That guy. Yeah. No, there's that <laughs> guy. I'm really hoping for like all quiet on the Western Front that this book ends with a, a partisan and Inferno Squad guy both going like, "Why are we doing this?" And they just they go and have some Jawa juice, and that's yeah. Fine. But then one of them dies on a quiet day on the Western Front. Yeah, everything's <laughs> sad again. Okay, well they can both die together from poison Jawa juice. Yeah, and there's happy endings in in the description of of the story and all the news sites. I mean, they do say, "How far will they go?" Yeah. So, wow. yeah. You know, yeah. maybe this ends with them joining the rebellion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe I, one of these specialty uh, people is, uh, you know, is. Uh, Shows up later in Empire Jedi. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe one of them's low grade. So deep cover. They yeah. go so deep cover that yeah. they, they turned. Yeah. They turned. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that that's our foray into darkness. Uh, but we have a lot of information about the Last Jedi. Uh, just to sort of hint oh, yeah. to the future in in our episode here, we're going to be talking about the Star Wars guessing games, and several yeah. of our news items uh, touch on that. Mm-hmm. So the first one is that apparently the Last Jedi is plural in some and indeed most languages. <laughs> Translations of the title in multiple languages use grammar that specifically makes the title plural in French, Spanish, Italian. German in Portuguese. I am hungry reading this. It's all great cuisine as well as better grammar than American English. Uh, so it's either an instruction from Lucasfilm that the film is indeed plural or just throwing this out there. A shadowy European conspiracy. <laughs> One of those two things. Uh, yes. Audrey, I'm going to ask you because you're you're new to this show. We talk about this often every every week. We've talked about this title. We've talked about the font, and we're going to talk about that even more. Your take on The Last Jedi being plural, your take on the languages. Does this mean anything? Well, Do- yeah, when they had the reveal, the, yeah. the, the title reveal and, and everything, I took The Last Jedi to be plural, to be a group. Right. Yeah, so it wasn't a surprise to me. It was, yeah, yeah it was more of like a validation. So um, uh, it would be... Score one for Audrey. I know, right? But it would be the most awesome redirect of all time if, you know, yeah. if, if Disney or Lucasfilm were actually like, you know, playing us. Well, oh, they got it wrong. Those <laughs> stupid Europeans. <laughs> the Europeans all got They're it wrong. So stupid. <laughs> Yeah, I feel I feel like that it probably does mean that it's plural. I think that yeah. it does make the most sense. I mm-hmm. feel like so many of us went down the path of the last Jedi. That must be Luke. He's going to die. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe I don't know if that's my my first interpretation of it being plural was because I was trying to deny what you just said. <laughs> yeah, you know. So yeah. I was like, no, it must mean mean the last group of the Jedi that are going to rise up mm-hmm. and fight, and then they will be the no longer the last Jedi. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Or they will morph into something else. I, I still think it's I still think it could be all of the above. Yeah. yeah. I still think it'd be yeah. Luke is the last one. Ray's the new last one. They're both the last ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kylo's one. Snoke's yeah. one. Yoda comes back. I don't know. It, it could be anything. 
anything. Once again, yeah. Battle of the Bands, the last ones. <laughs> the last ones. It could be the first line of dialogue where Luke just says, okay, I'll train you, but you are the last one. <laughs> no more training after you. <laughs> so that was, yeah, I think that was a pretty cool uh, bit of information. We, we can talk more about kind of what, yeah. it, what it means as uh, to the guessing game. But moving on to more guessing games, the Last Jedi package reveal. The packaging design for The Last Jedi was officially revealed on purpose, not a leak. It is a bright white box with a red, kind of almost like tattoo-like design running in the background, and it features Rey with long hair and the hero's blue lightsaber, and she is flanked by Poe Dameron in full resistance pilot outfit, and Finn wearing not only Poe's jacket, but as people have pointed out on the internet, also Poe's shirt. (laughs) So Finn has the whole Poe wardrobe now. I'm I sure thought, he I thought has it was just—I I only thought it changed to his black shirt to a beige shirt. So that the internet saying it's actually Poe's shirt. Yeah, okay. I saw a very convincing uh, side by side. Like that does look yeah. a lot like the shirt Poe was wearing on Jakku. So hey, man, wow. you know I would want to capture. Pose essence. If I was in that galaxy, I mean, I want to be Oscar Isaac now, and and I, you know, I don't fall Finn at all for that. No, not in the slightest. Uh, so I think there are a lot of interesting things mm-hmm. about this. Uh, people reacted to the hair. Um, uh, the yeah. big thing for me was this is actually a huge deal in terms of moving away from having the villain. Mm-hmm. as the lead thing of packaging. Yeah. We talked about this oh. a lot during the whole Where's Ray debate. Mm-hmm. Some people, I feel like, who weren't as familiar with the toy lines were like, well, why was Kylo uh, on the packaging for The Force Awakens? Mm-hmm. And it's a pretty long-term tradition yeah. to usually have Vader or Maul. So mm-hmm. leading with the villain wasn't a surprise. So this, what do you guys think about that, that they chose to lead with the heroes? I, I think it might have been a somewhat of a direct response of, of the Where's Ray campaign and all okay. that kind of stuff, and, and maybe a, a, an effort to say, hey, this time around, she's front and center. Um, these two guys are right by her side. But also, to me, it also shows that they maybe don't want to reveal yet yes. what Kylo's looking like. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I was thinking the same thing, that they want to keep it kind of shrouded in mystery yeah. for now, you know, cool. who the big baddie's going to be, even though we know, you know Kylo's yeah. going to be involved, but what, what else in the, the movies, the story is going to be out there? Yeah. 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 And um, plus, I loved it, like, you know, like the three amigos, the three, those, yeah. those are our three guys, you know, folks that we love so much from that film and seeing them together in a box. I mean, did you, are the, how many seconds did it take for you to make a brain purchase of that toy? Oh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, add, I, add to cart. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, I, I would mean, buy just, that box if exactly. they were just going to sell me that box that said product name and action call out. I would buy that empty box if they'd sell yeah, it to me. Yeah, it was very, very exciting. And then uh, that one yeah. article was really cool. It pointed out that Ray has some bruising above her eyebrow. Oh, yeah, I saw the. I thought I saw that the, was yeah. pretty. Super. What, you don't like that, Joseph? Well, uh, I, I, you know, I use Photoshop, and if you zoom in on anything, it looks like a bruise. Okay. Uh, I'm Fair. not I'm not entirely convinced by the bruise argument. Yeah. It could Fair also point. be uh, lighting? A shadow? It would it would seem like a tough sell to me to um, put your female star in the front and center with some bruising. <laughs> yeah, we've learned our lesson. We've learned our lesson. That uh, is going to be a whole different hashtag campaign this yeah, time yeah. around. Well, yeah, but at the same time, it's intriguing. If it, yeah. if it is, it's, yeah. it's enough to dig in. And, and again, we're going to be talking about that here in a bit. But the packaging looks good. And yeah, Ray's, I fell for the Ray's hair thing for the first two seconds. I went, ooh, new hairstyle. Oh, she just let her hair down. Yeah. What, what am I, <laughs> the, Ray, the quote Ray hairstyle was her hair up 
Yeah. And now it's down. Now it's down. It's really not that big of a deal. It isn't. Because then I was like, how does she change her hairstyle in the two seconds between the move? Oh, idiot. She just undid her hair. Luke was like, yeah. come on, let's get serious about training. Yeah. yeah. Can you let's imagine traveling back in time and you, the first moment you see that in Empire, Han doesn't have a vest, he has a jacket, and people going like, mm-hmm. what happened to his arms? Let's oh, dissect yeah. this. Does he have tattoos? <laughs> Are they robotic? What happened to his arms? Like, you're so right. You're well, we so can start right. a new theory. Is that Ray's hair, it looks like it's pulled back. You know, mm-hmm. it's down, but it's pulled back behind. You know who else wears their hair like that? Yeah. Uh, Qui-Gon. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah. there's oh, one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think, I yeah. think she's a djinn. Yeah. She's definitely a djinn. She's that a djinn. That one was exciting to me. It is Qui-Gon hair. I mean, it is, <laughs> it is, it is kind of straight up. And, and, and Joseph knows I am totes in love <laughs> with, with him. I bring with it all the time. Hey, yeah. You know, uh, yeah. as he should be. As he should be. And, and also, to me, though, again, I think her hair is just down for this photo shoot. <laughs> yes, but the idea of Ray having a new hairstyle, of course, that's tradition, too. Every movie, Leia had a new, exciting yeah. hairdo that was yeah. part of the Fun, and then yeah. they carry that on with Amidala uh, as well. So yeah, I would expect her to have some cor- sort of different hair. Uh, now, if Finn has a ponytail, or you know, Poe has a Padawan braid or something. Yeah, we, we don't can- know what's going on with uh, Poe because he's got that helmet that on. Helmet. Uh, but yeah, I agree with you, Audrey, that it was thrilling to see the big three. Yeah. And uh, you know, I love Rogue yeah. One. It was trying to do something different by having dark, upset, gritty characters going mm-hmm. through an awful thing and dying in the end. Uh, but it was it's just fun to see that sort of triumphant mm-hmm. your heroes up front spread yes. out in a little yeah. you know V formation like heroes. Yeah, it's very with that exciting. classic lightsaber. Very exciting. Super super. Well, because we know who they are now too. You yeah, know, the, that's true. Rogue One and Force Awakens, we didn't know them yet. Now we know who they are, and we know yeah. that they're, they're on our side. And it was very exciting. And it very, was kind of like exciting. your friends coming back. Yeah, yeah. 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 It had that vibe. Yeah. And I think one of the biggest uh, tells is that it's cool that uh, Ray is holding that lightsaber. Yes. So we know that the first 30 yes. seconds isn't look like, thanks. <laughs> I'm going to take that one. I'll see you later. <laughs> She's going to hold on to that. Uh, also, in that same article, we heard more about the return of Force Friday. Disney and Lucasfilm announced Force Friday 2, a global launch event for The Last Jedi merchandise happening on September 1st, 2017. Lucasfilm's official press release says the worldwide launch will tap new technology and Star Wars mythology to create a unique experience for fans. And uh, excited about Force Friday, but when I read that sentence, I was like, oh, that's what we need to talk about. (laughs) What do you guys think that means? One, this probably means I can order a lot of things from like my phone or a special <laughs> app uh to it sounds like it's it's the old republic it sounds like it sounds like we're being sold a bunch of star wars mythology stuff um i don't know i don't know audrey you're smarter than me you like star um, trek so new technology and <laughs> yeah. star wars mythology to create a new experience for fans i mean it, to me i mean Upon hearing that, it makes me think of whenever they have a new show on TV that's yeah. in the genre world, there's immediately an app that helps you connect right. to everything. So is that what they're talking about? Is there mm. going to, you know, which I don't really want. Oh. An app to connect all the toys. Yeah, yeah I, Have I you purchased know. this? It connects to this. <laughs> you know, or, or uh, that's what where my head is. Yeah. I wonder went. if it is trying to get ahead of the, there are limited physical space, there are limited Mm -hmm. physical things you can purchase, but they want everybody to feel involved. So I wonder if they're going to do some, like, if you you can also order something on Amazon, but there's a special portal that tells you a little story or something. <laughs> exactly, that might make people feel included if they're just at home. Yeah, and is not there a out world? There on midnight. Is there a world that you go into when you're buying your thing online? Or, yeah, you know, or is there going to be a whole you know experience? You know, I think the, what this means is that the, there's going to be some uh, uh, drones, some special <laughs> first order drones that show up to your door right away. Do you think you can select? 
the shape of your drone? Like if you want yes. it to be from the Empire or yes. yeah, Rebellion? or Qui Gon shape. What would you or Qui Gon Jinn personally coming? <laughs> okay. um, which, oh, gee whiz! Um, <laughs> I'm here to deliver your tour. <laughs> oh, what would you guys choose? What kind of ship would you choose? Um, oh yeah, to, no. as your drone. I would want uh, what a possibly could be Luke's new uh, Jedi A wing. To, oh, a Jedi to bring your merchandise. Yeah. To bring yeah. your merchandise. You saw that shot sneak out a while ago. Well, not sneak out. I think it was tweeted out by, by even Ryan Johnson or somewhere. Like, there was an A-wing. Oh, yeah. Uh, A-wings Luke. are back, kids. Luke took something. Yeah. Octu. Yeah. No, I want, I want like, a video to pop up of Poe Dameron, and I want uh, Oscar Isaac to have recorded different iterations of everything, so when, no matter what you bought, he can tell you that it looks nice on you or in your hand. He just like, bites wait, wait, his wait. lip. Do you mean? <laughs> he just bites his lip and is like, oh, that new yeah. throw rug you with fin on it that you bought <laughs> looks good in your good. bathroom Lip but is bike. this a little hollow projection from the drone yeah like yeah like, so. Wars, okay yeah he pops yeah. up oh that would be good yeah yeah you Myth- made a wise decision man <laughs> <laughs> that onesie looks great on you <laughs> you're killing it in that onesie uh yeah and maybe star wars mythology i think that might mean like mm-hmm. we're gonna lean on older storytelling rather than spoil anything from the movie Oh, interesting. So don't yeah, just yeah. expect stuff from this movie. From, yeah, but like using mythology, if, if they're doing something with the Star Wars.com app, like you guys are suggesting, yeah. which is mm-hmm. really smart, that it'd be, like, yeah, like a projection out of R2 or something that is a little bit older school, okay. so it's more immersing in Star Wars rather than mm. spoiling anything. Spoiling. Mm. Whatever yeah. it is, a lot of money's going to be dropped on that day oh, by me. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yep, yep, yep. And our final bit of news is another guessing game kind of thing. Uh, Ryan Johnson shared a photo. This is a part of announcing his presence at Star Wars Celebration in Orlando. Uh, Writer-director Ryan Johnson released a photo from The Last Jedi featuring a group of First Order stormtroopers, one with their helmet lifted up, and some people thought this might be Tom Hardy, who is rumored to play a stormtrooper, while others thought those people were nuts. (laughs) 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 So it's a blurry photo. Uh, I guess there is some redesign on the stormtroopers, but it's very subtle. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And uh, yeah, there's somebody with their helmet up, and I don't know if there's anything to be gleaned from this photo or if it's just a these are stormtroopers and they're humans and one of them had a helmet up i i think it reminds me a little bit of um those black and white shots you see coming out of elstree studios in 76 mm-hmm. you know it's just some bloke who took a day <laughs> off from down working down at the harbor to do extra work on the space movie and yeah. his helmet was off and yeah, yeah. Uh, it did I, some people sent me that tom hardy picture the, the hat no, side no, by it, side it, it, you tell somebody it's Tom Hardy, right. and they look at it, you're going to see, because there yeah. is a resemblance. But totally if nobody is. had said that, I wouldn't have said, oh, my God, that's Tom Hardy. Right. You know, kind of right. thing. The only thing, like, um, we do a thing on Geek Girl Authority called Geek Girl Cantina, which is yeah. a weekly wrap-up of all the Star Wars news, and that came out this morning, and my contributor, uh, like, there was some tweaks, but but she had said that the um, the the mouth is thinner, Oh, okay. Yeah, like, and mm. I was I was doing side by side comparisons, and, <laughs> as you and, should, as you should, you know, as you should spend forty five yeah. minutes in the morning. You mean the helmet? Your, You're not comparing then, this photo to Tom Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking about the helmet. Okay, not Tom Hardy. I did the Tom Hardy comparison. <laughs> no. If he does a stormtrooper in this movie, I wonder if they're going to have the stormtrooper grunt a lot, do some grunt, <laughs> some grunt acting. So you think it's the the lip design on the helmet? The lip, thank okay, you. Cool. The lip design was thinner. I mean, I like that. Yeah. yeah. Each 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 movie the original trilogy the, the stormtroopers kind of 
changed. Yeah. But Jedi, they were had more black in the armor than they did by by an Empire and New Hope. So that's kind of cool. I, could, I I didn't notice it. I didn't look yeah. that deep. I, I, I just either. was wondering if it was Tom Hardy. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was just wondering, what's Tom Hardy doing right now? <laughs> I hope he's okay. Can someone reach out to Tom Hardy. <laughs> hope he's having a good day. Uh, so that is our news. And I think a lot of it really leads into our main topic. It does. You know, uh, this had this conversation. It's <sighs> I'm gonna breathe right now. It's a it's a conversation about guessing games in Star Wars. Yeah, in this era of speculation and analysis, the the mouths look different on the stormtroopers, and all of it has a great place, and all of it has a growing power that maybe it shouldn't. And without a doubt, it's fun, and without a doubt, we don't want it to go away. But without a doubt, I might be done answering questions about the title of Last Jedi. Yeah, um, I woke up that morning with over 100 tweets at me. In different languages about look at the title, look at the title, look at the title, look at the title, look wow. at the title. You mean the first Last Jedi reveal uh, day or the, the, the plural the The, day? Uh, the, uh, the different languages. Okay. Yeah. The plural, plural days. I thought you said pearl. I was like, oh, wow. so that's some kind of anniversary I missed. I don't know. So, Joseph, we wanted to get in it. We felt it was a good way because there's, there's a lot of positives to this. There's yeah. a lot of dangers to this. We might be hurting ourselves as fans. We're definitely hurting Pablo Hidalgo as fans. <laughs> um, and uh, where does it stop? Where does it end? Where did it start? And how did it begin? I don't know. There's a lot to talk and uh, talk about in this topic. And uh, we're guilty of it as well because this is our business. Yeah. This is what this is we do. This is a full podcast dedicated to Star Wars. To Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, Something yeah. that, like you said, didn't exist in 1980 nope. to, to go, Leia changed her hair. <laughs> what yeah. does it mean? Do you think she's force sensitive now? <laughs> uh, why does Han have a new jacket? <laughs> so uh, there's a lot of ways to go with it, Joseph, but we'll dive in. Yeah. Uh, where do you take, where do you come in on this? I mean, I, I like doing a certain amount of it personally. I am happy that it is a part of my job in doing this podcast and just generally being a, a person on social media. I think there can be a bit of a dark side when we want to find something for the sake of finding it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's the only dark side in that uh, I do think we should just experience the story at some point. And I would never for myself want it to become a game where I need to be right. Yeah, And that's where I think the only dark side is to me it's really fun to say like well maybe this star wars package maybe ray's hair means nothing but Mm -hmm. maybe actually does mean something that's kind of fun and weird to speculate Mm -hmm. about um so i want to wrestle with that dark side and the the other part of it that is kind of enjoyable for me is i was trying to think of what it's actually like Mm. and then i thought of like nature documentaries when i've seen like sharks or barracudas go on a feeding frenzy (laughs) and there is something that is just sort of fun and strange and human about watching people like pick the bones clean yes. of Star Wars news in almost seconds. <laughs> we are all piranhas. <laughs> yes, we are Star Wars piranhas. <laughs> we are the Star Wars piranha on the Jungle Cruise ride at Disneyland. Yeah. So Audrey, where do you come in at this as, as someone who has, you know, you run Geek Girl Authority. Star Wars news comes across your desk all the time. Do you have fun diving into guessing games? Do you play along? How do you how do you take it? Well, I have to play along because of, of, of my website. You know, um, mm. I'm not one that always wanted to get way too in because I do want some surprises. Yeah, and it's, it's two sided. Um, I have no choice but to cover it. Sure, you know, I have. Right. You know, I, I have to cover. Mm-hmm. Um, um, uh, the speculation, whether it's 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 Marvel Comics characters or, mm. or, or Star Wars universe or Star Trek, I have to cover it. And sometimes it'll make me laugh. I'll I'll see in ten minutes that I've had, 
you know, 200 clicks on looking at Dr. Strange's hand pose, <laughs> you know, or something like that. But people want yeah. want to know. Yeah. And, and the other side of the coin, it reminds me of like this Christmas in, in the 70s, actually right after I saw Star Wars, mm. you know, my mom said, I'm going up the street to the store. And so me and my sister snooped around. We found the box of presents and we unpacked everything. You we, totally <laughs> unpacked it? Yeah. One, yeah. We got a pogo stick. Wow. I got a Miss Piggy puppet. <laughs> and I got Luke and Leia, Leia dolls that year. Nice. I, yeah. But the thing is, came come Christmas morning, it was just the most sad Christmas because you were pretending to be excited. We were so disappointed. You spoiled yourself. We spoiled it. So I look at it that way. I don't want to know that much. And then, of course, yeah. I also hate being wrong. Right. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm very stubborn that way. So what if I get all wrapped up in this one theory and then I see it and yeah. I'm unable to love it because I was wrong. So <laughs> there's a lot of things that make me not want to speculate too much. Yeah. But in the end, I have to. It's my job. It is. Yeah. And, and, you know, Joseph, we've talked about this on this channel many, many times. It's that it's form, we form these expectations in our heads and, and then we have developed these problems with those answers not being what we wanted. Yeah. And that's where I think it gets so dangerous. Yeah. Um, is it fun? Yeah. If you're out there listening listening to the show and you're like, you have 12 theories about Ray's hair. Great. It's fun. That's awesome. Uh, send them our way. Um, but then when the, the 13th reason you didn't think about is the actual answer. And then you're like, well, that movie sucked. And, and yeah. then, that's where I worry that sometimes we're, we're like you said, those piranhas just eating, eating the meat. Yeah. Off the bone completely. Yeah. I think that's a really great point of like the, you shouldn't get to the point or I don't think that people should get to the point of Ray's hair should mean this. Right. I love Ray's hair. You know, it was really funny to just uh, that day look at the hashtag The Last Jedi mm. and one tweet after another were side comparisons of Ray from that Last Jedi box yeah. with every other Jedi who has ever existed practically. <laughs> oh, wow. With like, confirming it, look at her hair. Yeah. yeah. In this shot, she looks so much like Qui-Gon. She looks so much like Kylo. She looks so much like Obi-Wan. Yeah. She looks so much like... And she all definitely of these- related to Plo Koon. <laughs> and I like walked away from this like, she does look like every Jedi who has ever had longer hair. Yep. <laughs> it I is true. I get more true. of the comparisons with, with, with Ray from Force Awakens with those little buns. I get that, but, but with, with that picture on the toy box, it's just like you were mm-hmm. saying, Ken. It's just mm-hmm. down. So I wasn't able to go into a whirlwind of... Yeah. Of guessing on that one. Because I have the reaction to that. Again, I did have a couple seconds of, ooh, ooh, it's different. But then, you know, I just look at it of, oh, cool. That's what our figure is going to look like this time around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, right. Um, you know, I, I think that comes from, you know, being a Star Wars fan in the early days and just mm-hmm. going, oh, this time around, we're getting a sail barge. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of cool. We're and if they this had planet. kept it the same way, I don't yeah. think people would have been happy. I, you, yeah. I think you bring up a very good point. They right. have to have those little action figures that they're, right. that they're selling be different it can't look like yeah. Ray from The Force Awakens. It's or, like your yeah. outfit. It's yeah. your new outfit for the movie. Yeah. I mean, quite frankly, I thought it was a little weird that Ray spent the entire movie dressed exactly the same, wearing, and I know she was captured and everything, but it, I mean, at some point, like, put her in some First Order prison garb or something. It was just weird <laughs> that she spent the whole movie dressed like she was on Jakku. Um, and you got to start thinking, man, she's smells she needs a right, bath right the poor girl uh, just wants a bath there rags already yeah you know so my, my brain does go there when yeah I'm i have that too like, you know too. you know yeah. um so yeah at some point han's gonna take that vest off you know mm, nope uh but anyways we're getting sidetracked in outfits which is fun but we're speculating on outfits too um it, it is it is sort sort of necessary to our job joseph yeah do you feel pressure to to go deeper on, on analysis and predictions and prognostications than you would if you weren't 
on a podcast and a show uh, around the town? Yeah, I mean, a little bit, yeah, because I feel like I want to have something uh, fresh to add to the mm. conversation. And yeah. as long as it's approached with at least a little sense of whimsy that I think is appropriate yeah. uh, for Star-, Star Wars or fun, I will spend more time trying to like, oh, but what could it mean? I think mm-hmm. then I would. Yeah, as yeah. long as it stays yeah. fun. I think that's key, what you're saying. As long as it stays fun and everybody's like, if you're on a Reddit thread and stuff, you know, yeah. once, well, you can be on a Reddit thread, thread and once it turns, you're like, oh, I got to check out. Yeah. It's getting yes. pretty nasty in here. But if it all stays fun, then yeah, I'm game. Well, there, we, we experienced that at Collider a little bit when we did a, a Crash Course video on that whole Kenobi is Ray's grandfather theory. Mm-hmm. And we had fun with it and we were playing around with it. And I, I absolutely believe in my heart Kenobi and Satine Chris are related or, you know, had something go on and whether that translates down the line to Ray, I don't know. I could see that's the path. And we put Sabine in this theory. We're just, we weren't, it wasn't our theory. We were commenting yeah. on the theory. It yeah. was fun. And I didn't, you know, Sabine is designed uh, completely different from Satine. There's not going to, and yeah. Obi-Wan, there's going to be just, it's not in the genes there. But we're t- like, hey, here's some of the theories people are talking about. And it was fun until it wasn't fun. Until it wasn't <laughs> when fun. When <laughs> the Twitter bombardments and, and it's like, hey man, I'm just reading a script. It's in yeah. a teleprompter. Man, yeah. I don't think Sabine is Ray's mother. Mm-hmm. It's possible because anything's possible in Star Wars. <laughs> what if it was? That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. What if it was? And now, as we know with the recent episodes of, of Rebels, it's definitely not, yeah. you know. Yeah. But so that's where you're right. It, it was a real life Reddit thread of check me out of this, please. <laughs> check me <laughs> check out of this. <laughs> uh, we're going to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like. Uh, there is so much speculation. Like, it can't be stopped, and I don't think it should be stopped. I think it should only be done mm-hmm. in a sense of fun and a sense of positivity. Mm-hmm. But I'm wondering about whether or not Lucasfilm should lean into it. Should they play along? Yeah. They're definitely aware. Yeah. Like, should they put out a second wave of packaging mm. that has a shadowy figure? Ooh. Like, something that's really designed to be, like, the point of this, the authorial point from the person yeah. giving it to you, is to make you guess. Right. Or is that leading people, leading us too far down into the fans are the tail wagging the dog telling them what it should be? I- Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I, I think, you know, the last few marketing campaigns, that they're very clever at that. Yeah. So I would actually trust them to do that mm. correctly, right. you know, because they always... I think it's a very rare occasion where there's a clue that's left that wasn't supposed to be left, mm-hmm. you know, where it was a mistake. So I think that would actually be fun, but I yeah. would know when to check out. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing is, I would know. I'd be like, oh, man, that's so cool. Okay, I'm going to go to the next thing now. Yeah, that's it's an interesting murky water to get in because once the internet gets involved, um, WWE's played that game too, where they they, oh, troll, really? they troll the fans a little bit. Um, they acknowledge the fans. Um, there's been some leaks, and it's just it's a weird battle. It's a weird relationship because the, the internet wrestling community is a few things. Star Wars fans are aggressive. It's it's um, <laughs> that's where it started, and yeah. really that's where this kind of grew out. The um actually kind of I think started from <laughs> just that group um, to the point where you know they go they have the ability to go to wrestling shows and chant what they want. 
want mm-hmm. and react to what they want. And so it'd be like if Star Wars films were live and all Lucasfilm was there going, oh, they don't like Ray doing this or right. Finn doing that. So, Snoke is Plagueis. Yeah, Snoke exactly. is Plagueis. Yeah, so it's, it gets weird. So I don't, from my perspective, I don't want Lucasfilm to be involved, but mm-hmm. you you know, in my mind, I think, you know they probably want to. You know the team over there is like, let's put something out. Yeah. Um, but as far as official packaging, I think that'd be kind of fun. Yeah. This, yeah, this just, round, who's this? You don't know. Yeah, just to drop little clues. Even if it is like more the side characters, because I think they're going to keep getting as good as they can at having the products and the tie-ins match the movies. And I know right. things get are developed at the same time, so they get changed at the last minute. Right. But even, you know, yeah, have some fun with some side characters. Mm-hmm. Make you guess, you know. Uh, there was I can't remember what exactly when in the release of the Kenner figures back in the early eighties. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if they decided not to release the figures. But mm. in an early wave, I think of Return of the Jedi, two figures were blacked out on the back. Oh, really? When you oh, looked wow. on the back of uh, oh, the figures, yes. and it was like you know because this is yeah. old school, and not anywhere near as fancy. It was clearly like <laughs> they decided not to share which figures were coming you, out. You were right, and it was just like a printer came along, like they like somebody was yeah. taking their building outside the street, and like hey kid with your spray paint, come in here and spray on this. <laughs> like, please please hide the, the Sebastian Shaw Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you're right. You're right. And I can't remember off the top of my head which figures mm. were hidden. Mm. Um, Mm-hmm. But that was obviously just a, you know, not as savvy back in the day. But would that, wouldn't that be cool if you picked up the first wave of action figures and it had the, like, the question mark or a hint of this character? So maybe yeah. not major plot, but, like, what, yeah. what figure is going to come out next? And that that creates excitement. That creates fun. Yeah. That'd be, I'd be okay with that. Um, yeah, it's, you know, it's an interesting time, you know, when you see when Woody Harrelson allegedly slips up and says what his character is going to be, which I still don't believe. I still think Woody was probably, you know, enjoying some good recreational fun and uh, as he's known to, as do, he's known yeah. to do. And, did and not, some yoga. And, and some so he yoga. was hot and high. And hot and high. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> doesn't know who Garrett Shrike is to save his life, but was like, yeah, I'm playing whatever you said. Space cowboy, I don't yeah. care. And, and you got Pablo Hidalgo trying to get on there. Hey, he answered the question asked, not what you yeah. think the question is, and they have to play that kind of game. That's where I don't want them have to be troubled with that. Yeah, I don't want them to troll us yeah. as fans to try to shake us off the scent for sure. Yeah, but maybe a little bit of a fun guessing game yeah. if they've got the right component in the film to. So it's yeah. not a make or break thing. And part of the fun, like you mentioned trailers, Audrey, like I, when those trailers come out, you know, Joseph, you and I were over at the Collider offices on the Schmoe show. And that was one of the best things leading up to the Rogue yeah. One run was seeing that first trailer in the, in the Force oh, Awakens. Yeah. I'll, I'll react and break down trailers all day because that's something that's official and given to yeah. us. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no intention of Ray's hairstyle meaning anything deeper at this point. It could. Yeah. But maybe if the trailer reveals that and Luke's like, all right, where your hair like this there might be something so i have fun with the trailers but is do you think it's possible to avoid trailers promotion if maybe for us three in this business but could you be uh, the type of person um, that tries I think, as you said, in this business, we're out. But if yeah. I wasn't in this business, like um, I'm a big fan of this show out called, right now called The Expanse, and we had our mm-hmm. friend over uh, watching it, and I love watching um, the trailer for next week for all my, mm-hmm. my shows and everything, especially for shows where they're really well done. Like Star Wars does a great job of their trailers. They're not going to give you yeah. too much. They're getting you excitement. Yeah. And the friend we were with is like, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. And he's uh, screaming, yeah. and we're, we're like fumbling ah! with the remote control. And um, two 
people in one week that 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 did this. So they mm. avoid all trailers and they do it successfully. So I guess even in the stores, huh. they have a way of like seeing with per- their peripheral vision a Star Wars logo and can look away. Um, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to be. I don't want to not know anything. I want to be excited when I go in, and that's what the trailer gives me. Now, when it gets down to a week before the opening, and they're showing like all these different trailers, TV spots, TV spots, and and everything, then it's like okay, German TV spots, and and it's overkill, and and we still cover those in our look at the the international or new international trailer shows Luke having hot dogs with Qui Gon (laughs) Jinn. Seriously, you put that in your title, and you will get. Well, you'll get the clicks, and I believe me. Yeah. Believe me, that's what it works. But yeah, yeah um, it's it's hard to avoid, Joseph. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I don't think that you can avoid it. I think you can choose not to watch mm. uh, trailers. But yeah. even then, like you walk through a Target and something's playing on other display yeah. televisions. Yeah. Um, I was. I, I I was thinking about this because a couple fans have tweeted us specific questions of like should I should I try to just go cold turkey right. and my right. initial reaction was I think that would be cool but mm. yeah yeah I don't think it's possible um, yeah I'm trying to remember what it was I think it was maybe a picture of the box the mm-hmm. last Jedi box um, and I was coming back from these shows I did with my friends the double clicks uh, I think it was in the Portland airport yeah somebody had a tablet. And I open it up next to me, and that's what they were looking at. Yeah. Like, that's has no, you know, mm-hmm. I can't decide what other people, yeah. you know, I can't yeah. sit down to a stranger yeah. in the airport and say, could you, could you if please? by any chance you happen to be a Star Wars fan, please do not look at any of the Last Jedi content on your device next to me. And, like, it was one of those examples of, like, I had no choice. Right. If I had decided I wasn't going to see that. The deal was done. Their deal. No, done. Yeah. Well, um, I haven't seen last night's Walking Dead, and it's supposed mm-hmm. to be really good. And because uh, I was uh, on a plane, and um, my contr- I edit everything that goes up on my site. I yeah. read it, and the recap went up, and it's like one of the first times I just press publish. I have no idea what you wrote. <laughs> it could be laden with bad language and horrible things, <laughs> but I was like, I can't. I, I have to wait. I have to. I have yeah. to avert my eyes. Well, yeah. I think you're going to be really excited by this uh, hour long. Episode that was just a shot of Daryl's penis, uh, <laughs> and the article that you published about that describing it and all that. Depth. Oh my goodness! <laughs> um, I for one don't want to avoid all the stuff. I'm like you, Audrey, and I think Joseph's the same way. Leading up, once we're that last mm-hmm. month, where I've made it this far, yeah, I don't need yeah. to see the backwards shot from the yeah. Japanese trailer of the yeah. ATACT walking towards yeah. Jin. Yeah. It turns out it wasn't in the movie, anyways. Um, but uh, it's it's getting hard. Look, I this past week got my first Last Jedi spoiler. It now, do found you its fully way to me. believe it's a spoiler? Yes. Okay. And, and I couldn't even tell you. There, I, there, I know none of the names, characters, anything involved. Yeah. But it was something that came across my ears, and it found me, and I was like, well, that happened. And yeah. um, was it was it um, something in your your place of business where there were two a, people talking that were in the know? I mean, how did it? No, it was something. <laughs> It was someone turned to me and said, "So check out this thing that got told to me," and they just told it to me. Why did you do that? Why did you do that? I'm going to go jump off a cliff now. Why did you do that? And, you know, and, and, um, and this person is like, "Oh man, they're probably right." It was a, yes. that kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, it was a hundred percent type of thing. And, oh, and so it's hard to avoid. So uh, there, I can't find that balance. But 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 the end of this to go with this main part of the discussion, I. 
I do even then, even now that I know this thing, because I don't know any of the names involved, but I know X, Y, Z. I'm like, oh, so I've been up late guessing game in it. So yeah. even though I want to try to rise above it, I can't. Well, that's I the thing. That's why it's we, fun. Yeah, it's fun. And that's why we always talk about not wanting these pieces, because the, you, you uh, accept them as puzzle pieces mm-hmm. in uh, trailers. Yeah, if you're uh, yeah. a big Star Wars fan, and especially if you have any sort of narrative mind, like we've discussed before, I think it might be awesome if uh, if trailers went back to being constructed uh, a, to be a mystery. Yeah, I, and that's like going back know, to our other yeah. question, like yeah. uh, about like what if they structured it to be like, hey, guess what this is? Right, based on what we're showing you, guess what happens? And I'd be okay with that. Okay. I, I'd totally be okay with that. And I think you know, I think Star Wars. Uh, and, and franchises like that do it best without letting you know too much. Yeah. Whereas maybe it's not set up like a mystery, but but when you're in a theater and you see trailers, you go, oh, that's going to be a piece of crap movie. Cause that, <laughs> that, was, that was all three acts. I just, yeah. I just saw. But yeah. all leading up to like Force Awakens, I remember mm-hmm. even in the new TV spots when we're putting them up on the site, they were really just picking yep. from other trailers and everything. Yep. And I was like, you know, this this might be a really good movie because they're really not yeah. giving... I, I still think the first know. teaser of Force Awakens was great. Oh, I mean, yeah. the second one was too. They were great. Yeah. They, they, they didn't. We felt as though we didn't get a lot. Yeah. yeah. I think in the end we got maybe more than we realized. Yeah. But, but we, we didn't, didn't know, know. then. It was yeah. just flavor. I would, in fact, like it if they leaned into what they did with Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, you know, we discovered that a ton of the shots in Rogue One that were so iconic and beautiful in the trailers were yeah. uh, from Gareth Edwards just having, like, fun, artsy time. Yeah. Shooting cool things mm-hmm. uh, after they're done with principal photography. That'd be great if that was just one of the last Jedi trailers of like, and now <laughs> some cool shots that aren't technically in the movie, but look really cool. Like, I'd get excited because it's still needs show me some environments, some places, some cool shots. Why not? It's yeah. Mark Hamill in his trailer, his yeah. star wagon. Just <laughs> and then people speculate endlessly that, did mm. you see, it's on a new planet? <laughs> How many moons does that planet yeah. have? Oh, there's a wagon, the star wagon planet. Planet, yeah. planet yeah. star wagon. <laughs> planet craft services. Uh, what theory have you been the most wrong about in this guessing game that we often play? Where have you just been like, well, that didn't pan out? Yeah, the uh, the one of our very early episodes of mm. Force Center, when I thought Luke would be much more involved in the third act of Force <laughs> Awakens. And I was like, uh, you know, this is amazing because the movie will yeah. come out and then we'll get all of this new yeah. advertising and promotion because this is a movie that. that is excluding the third act entirely. Yeah. And I, I remember as I was watching the film, caught up in it, going like, oh, man, I was wrong. He's not going to be in this until the last, last second. Shot. Uh, so that was, you know, kind of about promotion, but also about the amount of Luke. I didn't think that they would be brave enough to yeah. have so little Luke. Yeah. Uh, for me, I mean, I think this is one that almost everybody was on with was was Finn's not a Jedi mm-hmm. and, and I think that was um a, a really great job of uh Lucasfilm doing a, a, a misdirection mm-hmm. you know because we yeah. do see him with the lightsaber we do see in the trailer and there and a whole bunch of stuff so you really thought that that was going to be mm-hmm. the next one and I thought they really kept uh Ray for me as much as I saw under wraps and everything mm-hmm. and so that was a one that that mm. I got wrong. Got wrong. Yeah. Um, I. I mean, I could definitely go to any Ray lineage theory, but going back to um, 
what I was dead certain episode one was going to be about <laughs> based on initial trailers. And oh, reports. yeah. Um, and I thought there, there was going to be a big war on Naboo. Uh, that's why there was uh, you know, an inv- communications disruption. Disruption could only mean one thing, invasion. I'm like, oh, there's a giant war. And that's why <laughs> no, uh, that's they're saying, you know, we can only protect you. We can't fight a war for you. I mean, there's just massive things are happening. Eh, not so much. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lizard yeah. <laughs> dropping blue balls. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things I missed uh, missed on that one. Uh, more recently, yeah. I mean, it's fun. I mean, the, the Ray thing, the Satine and Sabine, and and all those kind of things. Uh, uh, I almost I almost kind of like being wrong. I I, I don't want to. Uh, if, if it's so predictable, it's it's not going to be fun. Yeah. yeah. Some things are yeah. the obvious answer. I think in the end. There's still a good chance that Luke is Ray's father. Yep. It just kind of would make sense, and that's not going to be a disappointment to me. But if if you can easily go, well, uh, uh, Obi Wan had sex with, with <laughs> Satine, and that led to this and that, then then we're not having as much fun in the theaters. Yeah, absolutely, you know? absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and that goes back to just how how much time is going to be devoted to a scene where somebody like pulls out a PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tells you exactly how Ray got here. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. Probably not. Um, based on, uh, have you any, any absurd th- plot theories based on haircuts? <laughs> have you formed any? Uh, yeah. Uh, the the ra- the only wild speculation actually based mm-hmm. on Ray's hair, and I know other people have gone here, is that it is yeah. somehow obscuring a Padawan braid, uh, which oh, okay. would be. A big okay. deal. So, like, if that box had come out and she just had a Padawan braid, right. that would be a big deal narratively. It would tell us that Luke is embracing yeah. older ways. It would be a big statement about them embracing the prequels. Yeah. Um, but just for, uh, like, wild theories, I hope it would be interesting if the movie touched on Kylo Ren's hair in some way. Because... <laughs> I mean, no feathered sex. It's beautiful, sensitive locks. Like you know, you get so <laughs> much. A lot that of his... people will be very upset if they don't focus on yeah Kylo's yeah. hair. Yeah, yeah. Like, is he going to be scarred and bitter and yeah. still have beautiful flowing hair? Flowing locks and yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or is he? Or is there going to be an angry scene where he admits he failed Snoke and he shaves off his locks or like tries to make his? It's like he wants his exterior to be ugly to prove yeah. that he's just as bad as I, Granddad Vader. I want him to have that shaved head look. I want him to have what what Mark Hamill wanted Skywalker to have. Oh yeah, Luke to have. And but and we Jedi. haven't seen Adam Driver with short hair. That's true. That's the. I mean, he was just in a commercial. Super That's Bowl, true. Unless Super he's wearing Bowl. a wig. That's okay. true. But you're you're very. Right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, boys. I know it's, you're upset. It's the Kit Harrington, Jon Snow hair watch. It, it's, it, it, it's exactly <laughs> like that. Yes. Very much it. You very know. Much he could it. be wearing a wig, right? He could. Could be. Could be. Could I don't know if he can be. fake those locks. You can't. You <laughs> so. can't. The movement of his head and the way the hair. No, no, no. You can't. You can't. You can't fake that. You can't fake uh, perfection. <laughs> boy. So uh, we also want to talk about the Han Solo movie, Joseph, right? Yeah. You got a question about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm wondering if yeah. you guys would like to see a blatant hint, clue, spoiler for the Han Solo movie. Would you like to see one to put you at ease about any fears of the film or to just get you excited if they dropped something that was like, what? What would you want it to be? <sighs> I'm okay with what I'm getting. The cast enough. I just want to know maybe. I want to know specific characters. Okay. You, you want to know who's in it? Yeah, character wise, yeah. era wise, maybe we know. Um, other than that, I'm 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 like, hey, you know, I'm good. Give yeah. me what you got. But like, I'd like to know if if uh, if Santa Staros 
is in the movie. Sam, yeah. Sam Solo from the Marvel Comics, as she first called herself. Um, I'd like to know, and I think that could still happen. I don't believe Amelia Clark is playing that equivalent no. of a character. No. Uh, that'd be a real, real big mistake if that was. <laughs> that'd be another hashtag. And that'd be yeah. a giant hashtag. That's got to be a thing that's just said in offices now. That'd be a hashtag. We can't, uh, <laughs> we can't do yeah, that. can't do that. Um, so stuff like that. Okay. You know? Okay. Like, who's in this movie? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Audrey? Um, I'm totally cool with, like, what, what, what Ken's saying. Um, the, the Han Solo movie, I actually don't know that much about as uh, more than casting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm okay with it because I'm excited uh, about the casting. I think, um, for me, mm-hmm. I don't have a weekly uh, or, or a Star Wars podcast, but I could... Um, only handle one movie at a time before my brain's <laughs> next So right now I'm handling The Last Jedi. Right, right. You yeah. know, so it's to We're throw a whole bunch that. of Han Solo stuff at me would, yeah. would drive me crazy. But I was thinking that um, mm. the best ways for, for, for like actors to leak things on accident, like you, mm. were, you were talking about uh, Woody Harrelson yeah. and, you know, Daisy really did that really funny thing with the pillowcase on her head yes. and everything. So I started thinking like, like, well, what if Landa, what if Donald Glover did something? What if he, um, yeah. in his show Atlanta, <laughs> oh, wrote, no. like, in, in one of the hip-hop songs or one of the raps, it's actually all about Lando. <laughs> all the names are changed. <laughs> it's about the whole plot. Have <laughs> you just spoiled the plot? Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I'm curious to see how much of the classic Han mm. uh, tale that they're going to tell. Because yeah. I think that, t- to me, is going to tell us whether they're just doing this movie or whether yeah. they're leaving themselves open to do trilogy stuff. Mm. So I'd be curious to see, like, oh, if they dropped Han in an Imperial suit. So we yeah. know, like, oh, we're going back to that. Or if we saw Han on Kashyyyk. So we knew we're going to get the story of him rescuing Chewbacca. Okay. Or if we saw Han and Lando, you know, at a table with the Falcon in the background, we know we're getting yeah. that story. Yeah. Kind of what, or, you know, if, if they're all lined up at a place that says Kessel Run, you know, like, which of these things that we know are part of Han's canon? Yeah. Which are they going to be? Is it going to be all in or... On the other side, if you see, you know, just Han in some exotic place that's like, that doesn't look like anywhere that Han is ever supposed to have been. Right. You know, it's like Han at a spa. Like, what the hell's going on? You know? Do you guys want new stuff or do you want um, the Han stuff, like all of the, the scenarios? A, or, it's a great question. You know, because if, if it's just a, a, a string of, like, basically a bunch of islands of, oh, here, Kessel Run, here's the game mm-hmm. where he won the, the ship, here's this, you know, how are they going to string a story out of that? Like, how many should they use from his history and canon that we all know and love? And yeah. how much should be... That's a great guessing game, Audrey. Yes. And I said I wasn't question. into... No, you're into yeah. it. What's going on with in, in, in listening to you describe, just as you're speaking now, other than you have a beautiful voice, Joseph, oh, that, that lulls me into a place of comfort. <laughs> um, as do you. Uh, you could be a good ASMR artist. Um, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't want all the greatest hits. <laughs> I'm tinking on Ken's Lando like, glass for my, ASMR lovers. My ear's fluttering. Now. Wait a minute. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. Um, I'm going to do some chiropractic work on you right now. Um, I don't want the greatest hits. Yeah. I want maybe one or two. Yeah. I, I'm okay. If they come out and say, we're going to do more Han movies, I'm okay with it. Assuming the first one's good, yeah. and I think it will be. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't want those greatest hits. I think they're pulling more and more from that uh, series of three novels by yeah. A.C. Crispin that I've talked about a lot. Mm. And that one has a pretty, they have a pretty clear arc of the first book mm. is about Han getting out from under the shadow of this uh, kind of cruel guy that he learns everything from. Right. 
uh, in kind of meat and chewy. And then the second one, he's kind of a little bit of the smuggler. And then the third one, he gets his, his uh, you know, heart broken and mm. he learns not to trust the rebellion. And he learns that ah, I don't need to be nice to people. I don't right. you know, And it sets him up for a new hope. So, like, okay. it's, a, it's the three-act structure in those books. And the question to me is, are they going to do that three-act structure all in one movie? Mm. Or are they going to leave themselves lots of room? Or, like, this movie is mm-hmm. just... He he's pretty young and he gets himself out from the un, under the shadow of Woody Harrelson. Yeah, meets Chewie, meets Lando, but doesn't have any of his big iconic adventures yet. Right, and we can still see the Kessel Run later yeah. on in life. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's a fun guessing game. Yeah. We're playing it ourselves. <laughs> exactly. We're playing it ourselves, and that's why Nicely it's still done. fun. Uh, you know, final question, Joseph. Uh, uh, you you want to find out about spoilers in our own lives? Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you guys could have spoilers in your own lives. What what would you want to be spoiled about your future? Like, what are they, like, I'm older than you guys, so, like, what I wish would have been spoiled? No, already? like, if if you go home. Because that could go really dark. <laughs> sure could. Really? You can feel free to go dark, by all means. But if you just went home and you found, like, uh, a note had been slipped under your door, that was oh, not so much like a spoiler, God. not like, you know, you are going to win the lottery, but just something that was, like, a clue. That would be like, this is from your future, and it would make you guess. Mm-hmm. Right. And it could, could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing. You might be misinterpreting it. You might be right. overthinking it. Mm-hmm. I, You know what? I, I, I'm one of those, I, if, if I had to you know, give me uh, the opportunity to have some mystic comes out of the woodwork, and I'll give you the exact day you're going to die. I don't want that. No. I don't want that time. I know yeah. some people that are like, yep, I need to know, because I got things to do. <laughs> but I, I would just want a spoiler of kind of a general how I turn out. And this this comes from a weird point. I just finished my massive Gilmore Girls binge. Yeah, all seven seasons in the four reunion movies. Nice. Just finished it. How long did it take? Uh, it took me a couple months. Wow. Started in mid November uh-huh. uh, and watched it. I did did some did some damage. Uh-huh. <laughs> so so I got to watch all seven seasons in a row and took a couple days off and go right into the reunions. And I was watching one of the later of the four reunions, and I'm like, wow. Like, if you could go back to season one and, like, tell these characters, here's how you turn out. Yeah. Would you be disappointed? Would you be upset? Would you? It's not just about, hey, when are you going to die? But just, like, you know, this, hey, Rory's dad, this is how you're going to end up. Hey, Rory, right. this is how you're going to end up. Yeah, here are the choices you're making. Hey, Lane. Yeah. Don't and, matter. And I was like, because it doesn't always turn out good. <laughs> and, and, and so um, as I as I'm older now, too, and it's like I I – I still feel as though I'm the 22 year old kid that moved to Los Angeles. <laughs> like I'm still like I'm still waiting. Yeah. And now I'm yeah. like, oh no, this is kind of how I turned out. Yeah. So I, I'd like that spoiler. Yeah. Like maybe someone just hey, it's okay. Like don't worry about this choice. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Don't worry about it. You didn't get that girl. You didn't get that job. You didn't get this. You're gonna need some credit cards. Trust me. Um, <laughs> yeah. But that it's gonna be okay. That so, might take some anxiety. Out okay. Of so you would like a bank statement. And then, like, a scrawled note that says, don't worry about it. Someone, yeah, exactly. Someone shows up and says, hey, kid, yeah, yeah, turn out okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Audrey, do you have thoughts? I, no, this is, like, um, like my, my OCD is too powerful for, and I mean that in all oh, seri- right. seriousness, yeah, of course. to, you know, because it would have to be very specific. Because <laughs> I, I can't read between the lines And you need to tell right. me something very, very specific right. I don't want to know how I turned out Okay, because I, I don't think I, I want to know that But I would like to know if I 
was eventually right about something in my life. <laughs> so would it would it upset you if you just found a slip of paper that says, uh, from the future, Audrey, you were right, and you wouldn't know about what? It would drive me <laughs> effing crazy. It would make you just like, yeah. right, right, because you would always yeah. doubt if that was a thing, or yeah. you, you yeah, could yeah. make you, uh, the general, you like a maniac of like, well, I must always what? be right. Am I right that right. I'm a complete failure? Is that what I'm is right that, about? Is that what it is? Is that what it is? <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> that I can, you know, so I don't know if that's that's a good idea. You know, maybe a little thing like like yeah. when I was uh, when I was twenty, I was driving through a swamp in Florida at midnight. Mm-hmm. There was a refrigerator box in the road, so I swerved out of the lane, so I'd miss the giant refrigerator box. I'd like to get a note about that. Yeah. That said, Audrey, it's not a refrigerator box. It's a seven-foot alligator. That would have been nice because that did happen, and I ran over an alligator <gasps> no. in a swamp at one o'clock in the morning in Florida. So something like that that so, would kind of. Okay. You know, those little things might, might, might help well, out. Th- there was an alligator in the refrigerator box, or you swerved to avoid the refrigerator so, box and hit an alligator? Okay, so <laughs> it, in the lights, it looked like a refrigerator box that was flapping open. Oh. So I thought, oh, it's not going to blow across the road, so I'll slowly get out of the lane. And as I got close, it was like, oh, my God, that is not a refrig- it is not a refrigerator box. It is an alligator. Because I was going through Paynes Prairie, where there's a lot of, <laughs> lot of bull gators and everything, um, which means nothing to you, but I'm from Florida. So, yeah. um, and so I, I ran over its its face. It opened its mouth. That's what it is. So, and I ran over its face, oh. and it's like, and I immediately feel bad. You know, my car like was, you know, and, and it, but it was still driving, but I was like, I can't stop and see if it's okay. I can't. It's, you can't it's, ask it's, if the, you're it's okay. It's an alligator, yeah. and I feel bad, and I look in my, well, maybe it made it. Maybe it made it, and I look in my rear mirror, and I see the semi-truck just go boom, 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 right over it, but it <laughs> tore the bumper off my car, and it scared me, so maybe little things like that. A little thing you'd like to know, yeah. okay. swerve that. Joseph, swerve that. Yeah. Do, you want, um, uh, do you want to kill an alligator, number no. one, and no. two? I would like be bummed. When to swerve. Tell me when to swerve. Well, I'll tell you. Oh, okay. yeah. That's the spoiler. That's yeah, if I got like a little fortune to create that, you'll know when to swerve. That would creep yes. me out. <laughs> I don't know. The uh, you know, it's such a trope in all of our yeah. stories of like you'll know when it's right. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, that just gives me anxiety. Exactly. No, I won't. No, I won't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I, if it was just like a hint, I would maybe like like a, a slip of paper, mm-hmm. like uh, maybe like a nice piece of paper that said like written by Joseph Scrimshaw. Oh. But I wouldn't know what. It could be just like know. another yeah. thing that I've produced myself, or maybe sure. it's something mm-hmm. bigger and fancier. Oh, you know, okay. and you just wouldn't wouldn't know. But like maybe something to, to keep you going, keep you guessing. That's a mm-hmm. good one. Yeah, That's I like one. that. I yeah. like that. Mine would just be a receipt from a restaurant from a good meal signed by me. <laughs> oh, I eat there one day. <laughs> that would be amazing. If it was like a Chipotle uh, receipt that says twenty seventy two. Like I oh. and Chipotle are going to last quite a long time. <laughs> That'd be fine too. Hey, so uh, whether you love spoilers, you <clears throat> don't like, you have your theories, you want to guess. Uh, it is a vital part of being a Star Wars fan. The lesson here today is that it can be too much. It can be fun. It can be all those things. So if you want to avoid the trailers, avoid them. If you want to watch them, watch them. If you want to know the spoiler I know, just write to me. Kidding. I'm not going to tell anybody. I refuse to let people get spoiled even when they want. One of those <laughs> things. Yeah. Um, and we do like hearing uh, hearing everybody's theories. Yes. Uh, absolutely. And uh, that's, on the Force Center. And that's just something we do absolutely want to be clear about. This is part of the fun, part of what we're here. Just yeah. We should all be tempered and uh, uh, not let it ruin the enjoyment of what's to come. That's exactly Just right. let them tell the stories. <laughs> that is our main topic, but we've got some great questions from the audience, Joseph, that will probably spawn some good conversation. Absolutely. Uh, we heard from Josh Eddy on Twitter, at Josh C uh, underscore Eddy, and Josh asks, could we see Star Wars Rebels end in a novel 
after the end of the show, so character stories aren't hindered by Disney XD. And I think what Josh is getting at there is we've all speculated a lot uh, that mm-hmm. the Jedi characters yeah. probably need to go mm-hmm. in order to facilitate Luke being the true only hope in A New Hope. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so mm-hmm. is it possible that the show ends with a little bit of gentleness, mm-hmm. and then we get a book where they are torn apart by Darth Vader? They're slaughtered. Yeah. Well, I mean, the series, by all means, uh, uh, it kind of started that way. Yeah. It, it was a new dawn was the start. Um, That's true. Uh, of that series, essentially, with Kanan and, and Hera. I, I I could see that. I, I I think their show is getting darker and more brave as it goes along. Yeah. And I know uh, I know that officially hasn't been renewed, but you know they've already shot season four. They're 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 going along, so I could see it ending after four. I I don't know. I think they're look the Ahsoka stuff. Her ending, quote unquote ending, was was uh, pretty dark. Yeah, it, it, you know you didn't see anything, but it was you know Vader with his mask half torn off, and it was it was it was sad. It yeah, got, it got me. It tugged on my string. So mm-hmm. I, I don't see why Disney XD would uh, stop them from doing that. I could understand it, um, but yeah, uh, would I? And I, would I be opposed to a book? No, no, I wouldn't. I don't okay. What do you guys know? What the demographic breakdown is that age wise with that? I mean, no, no it's not Disney age, for, XD for, but for rebels. Also, yeah, but I also know a lot of adults. Uh, yeah, I shouldn't be. Wa- I shouldn't be watching. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's family friendly. I think so. I yeah. think it's meant for everyone. If you yeah. watch the commercials, I would say it mm-hmm. is for six to twelve year olds. The product, sure, maybe the products sure. are very. But they have to know that that we're watching it. You know, they definitely know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. they definitely yeah. know. Um, yeah, I, I don't know the actual breakdown, but yeah, I mean, it, that's what's tricky. It's like well, you know, what? it's like with 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 Rogue One. So there's a lot of kids mm-hmm. watching it. We the second time I went to see Rogue One, we brought my godson, and mm-hmm. he's seven years old. And as we're walking in, I, I realized, oh, how do I tell his parents something bad's going to happen without spoiling it for his parents? Because right, I wanted right, them right. to. Say, so I was like, you know, to my friends Matt and Megan, I was like, this is there's some adult things in this movie and everything, and they're just like, ah, oh, whatever, whatever. And so Star Wars. we go see the movie. Everybody dies, and we're walking out, and and, and my husband goes up to our, our friend and says, I'm so sorry. Um, uh, uh, I wanted to tell you before the movie so that you could prepare Greg somehow, but then we'd spoil it for you. And and Matt was like, oh, he's fine. Greg's fine. And Brian says, Greg, what'd you think? And he looked at me and goes, well. They all committed suicide. <laughs> and he's seven. He's seven, and he said they all committed suicide. So I think kids are kind well, of a little smarter than everything is true we were from a point of view. Yeah. yeah. A little, not yeah. smarter, but more. Yeah. They're, they're faced with more things. Yeah. I mean, the loss, the loss of Canaan and Ezra or whatever happens to him, you know, yeah. could be, you know. Yeah. Could be a good lesson for a yeah. young, young lass or lad. I think if it's shot uh, tastefully yeah. for an animated series, I think that they could uh, pass or bad mm-hmm. things could happen to any of the characters. I feel like the more parents that I talk to, and mm-hmm. it's just anecdotal, yeah. that they are really embracing. Bad things happen in Star Wars, and we all love Star Wars so much we're not going to keep our kids from it. We'll just yeah. use it as a talking point. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Next question is from Jake Silva for At The Silva Flash. Uh, Jake says, should they make a Star Wars story uh, movie that takes place during the prequel era? Well, I mean, you and I would want that. Yeah. Yeah, You guys are huge. I I like the prequels, but you guys are huge defenders of the prequels. So Yeah. Yeah. Ken coined the term prequelist. Prequelist, I like yes. it. Just a couple prequelists. Um, wh- where would you go, Justin? Yeah, I mean, I, I go back to the... Uh, 
your great idea about something that's set uh, during Order sixty six, following mm-hmm. a Jedi around, is there being is there being hunted? Um, I do think that we need soon in the Star Wars story uh, canon or collection uh, a, a a movie that is truly standalone. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of fans did get some mm-hmm. umbrage from like, wait a minute, Rogue One is kind of a prequel, even all even though all the yeah. main characters commit suicide. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the story is yeah. a prequel, and I think we do need something that's just in an era of Star Wars we know, that's mm-hmm. just an adventure that maybe adds some insight or flavor to a big event, but is just spending time with a character that we'll never meet, never see again. Right. Uh, and I think there's a lot of opportunity in the prequel area era with all of the Jedi characters to do a fun Jedi movie. Yeah. Yeah. Whether or not it's marketable. Yeah. I feel like if this whole slate of movies kills, if the Han Solo movie kills, Mm -hmm. if whatever they're doing in 2020 Mm -hmm. lands, I feel like they're going to need to experiment. I think they're going to need to do their version of Mm Ant-Man. Ant-Man should not have been a successful, well-made not uh, a well-received film. Right, right. Um, And I think they're going to have to get as brave as Marvel has. Yeah. I agree. Audrey? I'll, I'll agree with Joseph on that. Yeah. For and sure. You, you don't have any specific prequel story? You're no, dying to hear? No, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't call myself a prequelist, you mm-hmm. know. I mean, what I know about the prequel films, mm-hmm. I've seen them all several times, are the characters in there. The only mm-hmm. person I'd want to know more about is Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon. And I already, <laughs> we already know enough of what happens to him in the in, in, You get in, some in, adventures right before Phantom Menace, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. I have a very particular set of Jedi skills. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't... I, I, there's not one... You know what? I always was... Um, I always was fascinated. I don't know if this is the mm. actor, the actress herself is by 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 Anakin's mother, and I. Shmi, me, yeah. yeah. So I mean, I find her fascinating. How and maybe this, you guys know this in canon from books and stuff like this. I don't know how she got to that planet, how she got to be a slave and all that kind of stuff. Because I don't. There was something about the actress playing that that was. It was powerful. Was very yeah, powerful yeah. And, uh, what's her name? Pernilla August. Yeah, what's her name yeah. is a, a, a foreign actress. Um, yeah, in in. in We've talked about like, our ideas and tossing around. Hey, what you know? I think a lot of it would be a great book series, Dooku yeah, and all that Dooku, kind of stuff. Yeah, it would be a great oh, um, Dooku book. would be. Yeah, would there's be really a lot good, there, yeah. but you know, I've been rewatching the last two seasons of Clone Wars. The last since uh, post Gilmore Girls. So yeah, I needed to <laughs> watch some stuff. Uh, just, just something a little lighter yeah, after the Gilmore yeah, Girls. Some levity. Yeah, yeah just before you guys get over, I finished season six <laughs> and the stuff with Yoda going off on his okay, little adventure. Cool. Um, I don't necessarily want to see that on film, but it's like I, there's there, there definitely a lot of big themes and big force themes and things you you could tap into. Um, I just don't know the marketability. I think you're right. Disney Lucasfilm has to really, really, really earn our trust. They've earned our money and yeah. they've earned our core fan group has, has tr- trust them. But, yeah, I, I know a lot of people on the outside. If you were to say, you know, hey, it's a prequel era movie. Ah. Yeah, yeah. There, there's so many people, and there's a lot of people that hate the prequels just to hate the prequels. Sure, they're they're well-founded ideas on both sides, so yeah. I think that well, would be there's hard. A, there's hard, a lot done wrong there, yeah. so let's. But that would be harder to win an audience over yeah. than yeah, the yeah. other. Yeah, but if, yeah, if they just announced that, yes, our 2020 movie is Kiati Mundi. Hardcore Star Wars fans would be cool, interesting. Yeah. What will we yeah. discover? And other people like. 
What There's the some penis head with a lightsaber. <laughs> yeah. What are they doing? What yeah. is going on? <laughs> yeah, that would be tough. Uh, along those same lines, uh, Jonas Berggren asks, uh, when Lucasfilm finally decide to make Old Republic movies, what stories do you think they are going to tell? And do they start with a trilogy, more grand scale, or do they narrow it down? What do you think? What do you want? Uh, so kind of along those same lines, mm-hmm. going past the 2020, uh, do you guys want to see Old Republic content? It should be a standalone thing, or should that be the new trilogy? Are you talking about the game? Uh, well, just the general era, because okay. uh, a lot of it is popular through various mm-hmm. games, but there also mm-hmm. there are books, and a, a lot of it is floaty in canon, outside of canon. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, it's the obvious proven thing with proven characters that hardcore fans already love mm-hmm. that they haven't uh, even, that they haven't tapped in any of the new canon. Mm-hmm. I'm always game. That's the thing. That's like what Cam was saying earlier. Mm-hmm. I'm always going to be game, you right. know, but I don't know what exactly... What I would want covered. I'm just for me in, in terms of movies, you'd have to really narrow down the story. That's yeah. why I think a lot of us are like, oh, uh, an HBO style series, a Netflix yeah. style series. Um, you know, when they touched upon it in Rebels for the first time with with Tal Vizsla and and the history of the Mandalore, uh, Dark Saber, and all that kind of stuff. It was the first time that they started really dressing it. Um, you're getting into a lot of the history of Mandalore stuff mm-hmm. with, with Sabine. I believe I have no inside sources. I'm predicting that's their next series is oh. Sabine and uh, her search for her father and her search for the real ruler of Mandalore and all that kind of stuff. Interesting. The, these arcs of episodes and Rebels have shown me that 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 has some life that I I didn't. Other people probably would have been yeah all along. I I didn't get I don't get the Mandalore stuff as much as other people. Not as excited by it, but this one. Really, these two episodes have been like Game of Thrones and, and a lot of family and clans and fights and battles and histories and lore that it's its own kind of separate world outside of Star Wars. I yeah. think that could work. As far as Old Republic, yeah, you got Bane, you got Revan, you got all that kind of stuff. Uh, they look cool enough, as going back to your bad guys on the, on the cover of boxes, <laughs> yeah. Revan looks cool, man. Yeah. Revan is, is, is just, oh, you, know, you look at him and you go, that's a, that's a badass villain. You yeah. know, that's what Kylo Ren wanted to be. I get it. Um, and the story of of Bane is interesting. I, I think it, it could be somewhere there. I think they're finally starting to stretch their legs. The Doctor Afra comic series uh, with her tra- traveling around the galaxy now on her own uh, with her father, but outside of the Vader comic, um, uh, they're, they're going into the the Masasi and everything the people on Yavin for, oh, well, cool. and, they're, and they're going they're going places that are old. Nice. So I think Lucasfilms is is slowly. Give me a little morsel, yeah. getting us ready for that. Yeah, I just don't know what that story is, Jonas. I don't know. Yeah, my thought. I gave. I was thinking about this a little bit on the way over here, and I think that because when they wrap up this sequel trilogy uh, mm-hmm. with Ray, I don't want them to launch right into another trilogy with those characters. Nine, ten, eleven. Right. So I think it would be pretty cool to save something as big as the Old Republic that mm. could go anywhere, and that that's the new trilogy. That's the mm. big saga films but then i was thinking oh they've really said saga should be skywalkers right and then i was thinking exactly what you were uh about shmi mm. yeah. and i think we tend to sometimes be a little biased and go like well the skywalkers started with anakin like uh, no yeah. Shmi was yeah. a skywalker we don't she could still have been force sensitive yeah, yeah. yeah where is she from why did she why did she get there why so, is the the, yeah. the you know it, yeah. yeah yeah so it could be really cool to have old republic that are still a Skywalker story because it's the story of Shmi's hmm. lineage. Yeah. And maybe that's different. Maybe they aren't like the faded, most powerful Jedi. Okay. Maybe it's somebody who's kind of on the outskirts of yeah. the Jedi. But like that might be a fun way to combine a lot of the needs that yeah. Lucasfilm has. I never really thought of it in those terms. Both of you are big 
Shmi followers here. You both Shmi episode. You just want to see Shmi and Qui Gon have their torrid love affair, Audrey, well, and I if understand. I'm Shmi. You could be, I'm sure you could, we could do a fan fiction. I can film send about a headshot and resume to Lucasfilm right um, now. But hey, uh, it's going to come one one day or another, Jonas. We're going to get some old Republic stuff, so we'll see. That's right. Uh, and our final question is from Lee Knight on Facebook. Uh, Lee says, there has to be a reason for the red font in the episode 8 title, getting back to our guessing game. Mm -hmm. So I am wondering if this foreshadows Luke turning to the dark side, uh, i.e. The Last Jedi in red Sith colors. My reasoning is that two of the most famous stories from the original trilogy were that Harrison Ford wanted Han to be killed off and Mark Hamill pushing for Luke to go bad dark in Return of the Jedi and have a redemption story. Now that Harrison Ford got his wish, do you think Mark Hamill might also get his wish as well? That would fit with the darker middle trilogy episode, leaving the gang in a bad place and setting up episode nine uh in terms of guessing game i thought that was a good good way to approach guessing game of what the actors want yeah and 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 lee's pulling that from the red font which is part of the fun yeah of doing this yeah Yeah. uh i don't know audrey you want luke to go bad no no i don't she Um, said that strongly yeah yeah, no hesitation no hesitation um and i don't think that they would um grant two actors' wishes in a row because that would kind of ruin it for us. Yeah. You know, and I also don't think it would make sense for me, personally, mm-hmm. um, for Luke at his age to right. go to the dark side now. At the, at, at, after all this time. After all this time. Right. You know, I know he's been in seclusion and everything, but I don't think during that seclusion right. he went over to the dark side or any, yeah. anything like that, unless yeah. it was to save somebody. You know, okay. may, maybe, you know, as far as the red font, you know, in Western culture, American mm. culture, red means bad, you know. Yeah. So, so, yeah, it's, there's something. Yeah. There's something. If around, you're at the you know, tide pools and you see a red thing, you don't you touch don't, it. Don't. That's what I learned early on in life. You will get a rash. Yeah. Don't touch the red. Yeah, you know, if, if episode eight opens up, Ray, hair still up, is handing Luke a lightsaber, and he says, don't worry, I already got one, and pulls out a red one. Yeah. Um, and then they end the movie right there. And then the movie goes in a direction we couldn't have predicted. Um, yeah. uh, I, you know, but I just don't see that happening. Yeah. I just don't oh see that God. happening. And you're right, Lee. That's a, that's a, that's a very deep pull from mm-hmm. the, the lore of the making of Star Wars, where, yeah, Mark Mark Hamill wanted Luke to have gone through some stuff. He wanted, like, an earring and a shaved head and be ripped and scarred and <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. And, and, you know, it didn't go that way. Uh, I just... It doesn't seem likely. Yeah. It doesn't seem likely. I, uh, I, I don't want it either, but I will go on the record as better dark than dead. Uh, okay. I do not want Luke to to uh, pass into the force uh, yeah. in episode eight, I think right. no. I think right. this is where you're right. coming from, Audrey. Correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. I think we all just want to see triumphant, powerful Luke Skywalker. I do. Yeah. Even if he's got yeah. con- if he's conflicted, I shouldn't train somebody, but I still I think we all want to see that green lightsaber ignite. I think we want to see him raise that metal hand and throw stuff around yeah. the force and just mm-hmm. be powerful and good. Um, but I do think it's compelling. You know, Star Wars has a long history of mentors letting people down, so yeah. <laughs> that, that would certainly be a twist for Ray. I'd also love to see. You know, uh, we I love the trope of the wise old teacher, which yeah. I'm really looking forward to. If that's the relationship Luke, Luke and Ray are going to have, and as far as the actors go, I'm really looking forward to seeing Mark Hamill. Yeah, you know this. You know, thirty years later, yeah, uh, uh, taking a stab at doing a completely different 
type of acting mm-hmm. yeah. than who he was in Return of the Jedi. And yeah. um, I, I really, you know, I've seen him talk a few times, as I'm sure you guys have too, mm-hmm. um, where, you know, he's such a nerd yes. and he's <laughs> so incredibly smart yeah. that his mind is always going to go for good storytelling. Yeah. So if if I think he's, you know, his mind could have changed if it's a good story. I mean, sure. he's, he's a, a, a brilliant guy. Yeah, hey, if in the end, you know, Ray and Kylo have to turn, team up and mm-hmm. Kylo turns good and they have to take down evil Luke or something, it's something we wouldn't hey. have predicted. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. But yeah, there's just something to, I don't know. I, I th- Yeah, it, even if he goes bad, I hope he goes good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And not just like the takeoff. My mask, so I can see you for the. I don't want that kind of last minute redemption. No, I want him to hold a peace orb over his head <laughs> with the son of Boss Nass near his side. Yeah, he needs another medal. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's a great question. Great questions uh, from all you guys. Thank you so much. And that's it for the question. Absolutely. And uh, you know, if you wanted to join the conversation with us, you know the ways to do it. You can follow us on Twitter at Four Center Pod. And Joseph, we hit one of our goals. We did. We hit fifteen hundred on Twitter. Uh, oh, and we're keeping on climbing. Yes, oh great. yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah, so now we want more. We want more. Yeah, it's just like power. Great. We want more. Yes. Uh, what if the note from the future just said fifty thousand on it? <laughs> <laughs> Facebook fifty thousand. We just don't know. Huh? You just yeah. don't know which Could it was be, for. Oh, yeah, fifty thousand of something. Fifty <laughs> something. calories in a day. We yeah, don't know. We don't know. I mean, that's accurate. <laughs> but you guys will choose to think it's Facebook likes. <laughs> Facebook yeah. likes for Facebook sure. Facebook likes. But uh, yeah, uh, we want to get those Twitter likes up to two thousand. That's our goal. We're uh, about four hundred. 50 away so if you're listening and on on twitter but haven't uh, followed us give us a follow on twitter uh at four center pod hashtag four center join the conversation and uh, like we've been talking about the facebook page the official four center facebook page like there and we're trying to get up to a uh, thousand yeah yeah and we are growing on facebook but we, we have more to grow we want to reach that sweet 1000 we do want to get to that point uh it helps the show all around and on itunes you can subscribe rate and review don't forget if you haven't reviewed yet, uh, if it got some new reviews, that definitely helps uh, our standing there. So we appreciate what you're doing there. And send us questions. Send us long-form messages on, on Facebook. I like to read those late at night when I can't fall asleep <laughs> and uh, get your theories on what the red font means. I, I do like that. Uh, it, it is definitely fun. Uh, we've built this uh, now coming up uh, on a year and a half, a uh, year and a half about. Four yeah. centers been around, and it's growing and growing strong, and it's because of you guys out there. So please do that. I want to thank Audrey Kearns for coming in and thank guest hosting like me. a champ. I tried. I tried to be a champ. You're like a you regular Qui Gon. <laughs> Excellent. Before you die. Oh, no, I'm sad. <laughs> Audrey, please tell the folks where you can be followed and found. You have a great website, Geek Girl Authority, but that's not all you do. No, it's not. But do check out geekgirlauthority.com for all your nerd news and follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Um, that is not all you do. I have a podcast called Neil Before Odd, an interview style podcast. I got a great episode up right now with uh, Josh Dean, who was one of the original voice actors for Star Wars uh, Old Republic oh, cool. with uh, with Bioware, and he ended up uh, directing uh, the latest Mass Effect. He directs a lot of Bioware stuff. He mm. wrote for the most recent Con Man series, and he's in Con Man and Blind Spot. It's a great interview. My other podcast, Booze and Phasers, which Joseph has been a guest yeah, on, we've got super another uh, a great one coming out. Um, uh, t- this week and uh, follow me on Twitter at Audrey Kearns K-E-A-R-N-S across the board on Instagram as well and follow me because it makes me feel important maybe that's my note from the future <laughs> yeah. is is I was right about well, Twitter 
I think everybody would like to get that message. I think we mean very different things. Yeah. Spoiler alert, Audrey, you turn out okay. All right. Yes, All right. Thank you. Such a quiet guy. Thanks Joseph, for having me, guys. Yeah, you're so, yeah. so, uh, it's our pleasure, Audrey. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely. Uh, Joseph, uh, you have a lot of adventures. You've been on a lot of them lately. Yeah, so many adventures. Uh, yeah, so if you want to follow along with my adventures, you can find out about them on my website at josephsgrimshaw.com. In particular, live shows there. I was just in Seattle and Portland. I think I saw some uh, Force Center listeners there, and then I was at the Dr. Gallifrey One convention. I got a lot more stuff like that coming up, so check that out on my website. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. It's at Joseph Scrimshaw. And my uh, other podcast, Obsessed, we recently recorded a live episode that was all about Rogue One. It got really intense. (laughs) People had very strong opinions. Uh, So many great guests. They had so many uh, uh, strong and powerful opinions that I didn't even get to half my questions. That's awesome. And we spent about half the time on the board gullet. Yeah. That's a good show, yeah. Uh, I so wanted to be there. I was in the middle of taping a Schmodown main event title match, oh, and I yeah. couldn't get up the up to the studio, so yeah. I'm going to have to listen to that. Totally understandable. Myself. But that'll be out this Thursday as this episode comes out. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, uh, you can follow me at Ken Napsock, and my uh, podcast, The Napsock Files, is out and about. Children are screaming in the background. That means it's time to go. So until next time on the Force Center podcast feed and the main show, just remember, Ray's hair means what you want it to mean. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.